I'm Ellie Swift, ex-corporate marketer turned CEO and seven-figure business mentor for high-performing women building and scaling their soul-led, intentional, and profitable online businesses. I've coached hundreds of women to make six, multi-six, and seven figures using my signature Swift marketing method. And in this podcast, I'll teach you the strategy, marketing, and mindset to help you do the same. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I am so excited to introduce you to our guest today. I'll share a little bit about her, and then I'm going to share a quick little backstory on this conversation. So my guest today is the incredible Ruby Lee, who is an intuitive business coach. Her clients describe her as the ultimate conduit between spiritual connection and practical growth strategies. She began her business as a side hustle back in 2016, then in 2018, quit her day job and went all in as a full-time business owner. Since then, she's grown her business to seven figures, placing spiritual practice over strategy. Her clients work with her to lean more into flow, receive full guidance from higher self and create abundant businesses that they are wildly in love with. So you know those people that you meet and you just instantly click and connect with? That is what happened when Ruby and I got in the same virtual room together. For context on this episode, we also recorded an episode for Ruby's podcast, and we did that in the hour that we recorded, the hour before we recorded the episode that you're about to listen to. And so we were very in flow by this point, and we had just determined that we have a whole lot of similarities between both of our businesses. Um it very much felt like an immediate girlfriend connection. And I know that Ruby and I will continue to be uh, fast friends. Um, And so you're going to hear that in this episode. And I think it's just such a great reminder of how beautiful it is when you get to connect with people who are doing similar work to you um, and feel that real spark of connection and um, excitement and inspiration through chatting with somebody who is like-minded. And you're very much going to hear that in my voice throughout this interview. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Enjoy the episode and I can't wait to hear what you think about it. As always, send me a DM on Instagram once you've finished to let me know your biggest takeaway. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I am so incredibly excited to share with you my incredible guest, Ruby Lee today, who is just one of the most sparkly, sparkly humans I have ever chatted with. And I know you're going to just feel alive and excited and really, really joyful after this episode. So Ruby, thank you so much for being here. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for our chat today. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. As you know, I've just told you, I'm really keen to have like a rituals conversation today. I want to dive into all things Ruby to talk about, you know, how you live your life and how you create, have created this incredibly abundant, wealthy, beautiful life. Because the person that we see on Instagram, I know is the exact same as the person who is living out her life. And I just want to like 
get into that and feel like, you know, I'm with you through your day and get to experience and explore how you show up in the world. Before we do that, let's just dive back a little bit. So we've established that we have very similar journeys. We both did the whole like corporate to business thing. For you, what was it that, what was the the moment that made you know you needed to shift your life? Like, tell me more about that. Oh, I love that. And honestly, come over and listen to Ellie's podcast on mine because it, there was a moment there where Ellie was going, I went to London. I'm like, I went to London. Yeah. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm a manifesting generator. It was just, we've started our business at the same time. There are so many synchronicities, which it's just wonderful. It's so cool. So I, I said on my podcast, I felt like I was looking into a mirror of a parallel it. life. Okay. So where did it all kind of get started? So this business I started in 2018 and I remember thinking to myself, one day I'm going to start something that's all mine. And when I was working in corporate, I used to be in human resources. I worked my way up to my dream job. I was the head of recruitment for a tech startup company. I mean, it was just like one of those really coveted roles in Melbourne where the startup hub was really starting to grow. And I was heading that up and I knew all the people in the industry and it's just the the total sweet spot. And I really should have been so much more satisfied at that point, but I wasn't, I was just looking for something else that would really bring that spark and that joy. And I remember the day that I actually discovered this one online coach who she must've just come across my Instagram feed randomly And then I went down her little rabbit hole and it just sparked something in me around, I could do this, or it was even more than that. It really hit on so many of my other values that I didn't really get to explore things like creativity and limitless potential, being able to have the true freedom and choice to do what I wanted to do day on day. So that's really where it all began. I discovered this one entrepreneur Her name was Melissa Griffin. I don't know if anybody knows her, but she was like, yeah, yeah, she was like the beginning of everything for me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even interested in what she was selling. I was just interested in her lifestyle. And I was interested in the way that she grew her own business completely online. And that kind of just got the ball rolling and off I went. The side hustle, which then led into me going part-time going into the side hustle even more, picking up consulting jobs, quitting the full-time job, like doing the crossover thing. And then eventually just saying, do you know what? It's time. We've got to go all in with this. And so me and my husband quit our jobs at the same time to fully invest into this business. So that's where it all just started to flourish. Okay. Now I know exactly what you mean when you say it's like looking in a mirror, (laughs) hearing you speak to your story. That is so wild. Even the, yeah, like head of recruitment, knowing that there had to be something more. And I love so much that you saw Melissa's lifestyle and that was what sparked something. Because to me, when I hear that, I'm like, oh, isn't that just the reminder of why sharing our lifestyle online is so important? Because that could literally be the thing that supports somebody to go from, you know, living the corporate life to living out their dream reality. Like that was the the literal thing that totally. changed everything for you. I had no interest in her course. She was selling a Pinterest course. I had zero interest in her how-tos and, and her level of expertise. I was just interested in 
how she could jump online and do a webinar and then for the rest of the day be somewhere in the magical woods walking her dog having retreats with her friends and going to Joshua Tree I'm like how 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 that was really what sparked so much in me and someone of similar age as well and a similar lifestyle point and and I think that's really what got me on the pathway of leading my brand and my business through lifestyle over and above anything else yeah, which is so inspiring as well because my puppy agrees. She sometimes makes an appearance in these podcast <laughs> episodes and I've just started calling it out because it is what it is. She barks at very important moments though and she certainly did then because it's it's so true what you said just now, you know, for for anyone that's listening that's going, no one cares about what I do, no one cares about what I'm doing in my day or how I'm showing up. Actually, people care. We were having a conversation beforehand about our love for the Kardashians and totally, and like the behind the scenes of that and the obsession with the behind the scenes of that and how it makes you feel like inspired and motivated and all of those things. And so it's such a great reminder that the things that spark joy for us in our day, if we're sharing about those, people are really going to feel that. And that's, what's going to make them feel excited. Absolutely. And I'm sure you have the same conversations with your clients as well around what interesting things could I possibly share about my day? And we were just talking about how the so-called boring everyday rituals that we have is really the secret source to what eventually helps us create loyal, easy attraction of clients and money flow and the whole kind of thing about magnetizing your solar line people to you. It starts from sharing what your day-to-day looks like. And then of course, backing that up with everything else that you're teaching online. But I think we can sometimes have it so back to front. We can have it we can overcomplicate the whole thing where, you know, you have to have funnels and you have to have these opt-ins. But People just want to know who you are first. They just want to get to know what you've got going on. And then the rest of your business flows from there. Amen to that. Okay. So on that note, I want to go really deep on how you spend your days. So like, let's start with how you start your day. What time do you wake up? What are you doing in the morning? How are you setting yourself up for an incredible day? And I want to literally flow through your day and then pick at it with all the follow-up questions from there. I so, love that. I haven't been asked this in a very long time. Really? So yeah, Fun. let's do this. Firstly, I must also overlay this with the fact that I am not a disciplined, regular, routine type of gal. Mm. The I think that the kind of thing that makes me who I am is every day is so uniquely different. I cannot wake up at the same time every day and do the same thing every morning. But I will try and explain a very typical energetic flow of how I would follow certain kinds of nudges or instructions or, you know, just kind of those moments where it's like a tap on the shoulder, do this and you'll feel really good. This morning, for example, I got up at about 7am, which is a big sleep in. I don't usually wake up at seven, but then I will usually just take the morning to get ready. I'll always have a shower in the morning. I love that because I feel like, you know, I can just cleanse off. And I, I really believe that sleep gives you the ability to start afresh. And I don't 
make a habit out of focusing on what happened the day before, whether it be really an abundant day, if I had an abundant sales day, or whether it wasn't such a great day and some stuff happened in the business, it's just a fresh slate. So every day I wake up and I'll say certain affirmations, nothing that's kind of predisposer on the wall or anything like that, but just how I'm feeling and what I want to call in. And I'll be saying things like, gosh, I'm so grateful for this house. And I love that I get to breathe in fresh air. I love that I hear the birds sing this morning and the sun streaming through my room. I'm so grateful for the ability to just structure my day and to follow flow today. And I'll just say these beautiful words and then I'll get ready. I'm definitely a gal who likes to get ready. So I will literally pick my outfits. I will put on some lippy. I will do my hair. And my kind of whole mantra behind that is if Miss Oprah Winfrey called me herself to say, can we do a feature of you right now? I would be ready. I'd be like, let's do it. Like get me on a zoom. And I like, that's kind of that real readiness. I mean, it's just a analogy, but I'm ready. Universe, I'm ready for whatever it is you have for me today. And that's just kind of how I get myself started. Then I have a son who's six. And so I get him to school and my husband's really amazing in the morning. He'll do the morning stuff and get him breakfast and all of that, but we'll always go for our walk. So similar to you, Ali, those morning walks to school is everything. Like the morning walk with my husband and just being able to breathe in that beach air. We're both near the beach, although different sides of the country, but oh my God, the sunshine, the beach after school drop-off, we'll just walk right down. We'll always get our feet in the water. So that's really important to us. Get in the water, ground in the sand, and we'll have our little iced oat milk lattes and just sit there and talk about what are we going to do for the day? What can we create for the day? And it really comes from a place of just unlimited possibilities. Like we'll kind of have sort of some highlights that we might want to get through. So let's say there's a launch happening or there's something else going on. That's great. But we always just invite in the unexpected. And that's typically how the morning would begin. Oh my God. I love that so, so much. I love that you get dressed for the day because I do as well. And and again, like there's no right or wrong here, but I find that getting dressed head to toe makes me feel really, really good. And I coach differently from that place. I show up differently from that place. I'm just a different business owner from that place. So I love that you shared that because again, it's like knowing that you get to do what feels authentically good for you and makes you feel what I, what I heard when you were speaking about, like knowing you'd be ready for Oprah is what makes you feel really powerful and, and like your power and, you know, like, like business could throw anything at you that day and you're so, so ready for it. So. Yeah. And I find like, I kind of, after I left corporate, I went into this phase where I thought, oh, I'm just going to stay in my comfies all day. And I was living in Melbourne at the time. So it was always cold and cozy. And so I'm like, I'll just be in my tracky dacks all day and do nothing. And that had an effect on my motivation to even do stories or there was something about it where it just felt a little more sluggish to me and my energy. Whereas once I got ready and I just put on, you know, some light makeup and just felt better about myself, I was able to jump on stories and even like share more confidently or want to actually create more content and connect more with my audience. There's definitely 
what you're saying, that energy also about coaching differently for sure. Yes. Okay. So when do you pick up your phone in the morning? First thing. Do you? Your first, first thing, thing now. <laughs> first thing. The first, I'll tell you what. So I have, I have no shame in this either. I'm like, no, I love that like you're right honest. On my, <laughs> it's right on my bedside. And all the notifications that come through on my home screen are sales. That's it. Nothing else. Like it's just what sales have come in overnight. So it's always a vibe and there's always sales coming in. So every day I'll pick it up and I'll just be like, oh, passive sale, passive sale or recurring income or, you know, just open sale, things like that. So that I always wake up to that energy and that's why I look forward to it so much. And I just am so, so grateful for the abundance flowing through as I sleep. The second app that I open is typically weather. I'm like, what's the weather doing today? So that kind of drives how I get ready for the day and what I'm wearing. And then my third app that I open is Instagram. So I want to see like what DMs are coming through overnight. And once again, most of the DMs coming through are people who are wanting to work with me or find out more about what I've got going on. So yeah, they're my three, three sort of main apps that I open, but it's usually always first thing. This is just such a great example of how knowing who you are, knowing energetically how you operate will really support you to set yourself up for the day. I can't look at Instagram first thing in the morning or social media for the first like hour because I find, and I've been very open on the podcast that anxiety is something I've experienced throughout my life. And it just takes me into a state of overdrive from Mm. the get-go. And it makes me start feeling like I'm behind or like there's things I need to do, especially being in Western Australia where my team are predominantly on the East Coast and start a few hours before me. I I feel like I'm behind. I call it like two steps behind energy, which is just like an inner critic energy that is so not real. But I go into that if I haven't set myself up for the day. And so I just love this so much because there's just so many different ways of doing things. And it's that reminder that we have to do things our particular way. Yes. And actually the whole thing about like feeling behind. So my father-in-law lives in WA and I remember we went there and we stayed for about six weeks. So it was amazing. We had this amazing time there, but I totally get what you meant because all of a sudden every, it was like the whole of Australia was awake and I was just waking up like what's going on so I get that but you know what I remember thinking at that point but I'm still ahead of the rest of the world here so I'm we're still in the future so this is awesome like I'm ahead so that I I remember just thinking great and you know obviously living on the east coast and now in Queensland like I even I've taken that even further I'm like wow I'm actually so ahead in time so much in the future I get to set the pace for everybody else waking up in the world that's following me or have in my audience and showing them like what's ahead of their day. Yes. That's such a beautiful reframe. I love that. And I'm going to roll with that as well. You've taken your beautiful little boy to school and you and your husband have come back. Then how do you flow in your day? So I know that, you know, we've talked about like we have similar business models, you run incredible mastermind programs. How do you then go into your work day? Do you have a lot of calls each day? Actually, I'd love to know that as well. Like how do you schedule then your calls? Like within your week, do you have certain call days, certain non-call days? What does that look like? Yeah. So I have a gorgeous assistant who just knows my vibe. We schedule all of my group calls as much as we can. We top and tail it on a Wednesday. So I love Wednesdays because it's 
Wednesday in French is Mercredi, which is, you know, the, the God of Mercury, God of communication running over Wednesdays. So it's a really wonderful day to speak your truth and to get very clear, sharp communication out there. So I bring that ritual in. Wednesdays are my days that I communicate to my clients. So I run three masterminds similar to you. I get two on the Wednesday and then one on a Thursday because Thursday is Thor's day, which is also money day. So that, that's the other day that I choose. Monday, Tuesday, Friday are no call days, except a couple of private clients and they get access to my calendar whenever they choose or want to. And then Fridays are typically podcasting. So that's how I kind of think about my day. But once I get home from the walk, this is at, at this point, I will be asking of what I want to do. So what feels good? And let's say I don't have any particular appointments or calls. And nowadays, like I don't really have that much, honestly, maybe one or two calls a day and that's it. If that, some days there's just an absolute clear run. I'll just think, well, I don't like working from an office. It's just not my thing. I did it for 10 years in corporate. So most days the conversation is, which cafe am I going to work out of? Where do I want to go? Or it could be, let's go down to that part of the park that I love so much and set up there. Or it could be put the bikini on, grab the beach towel, grab the laptop, and then let's go and sit under that beautiful leafy cave thing and just work from there from the beach and we'll grab a juice. So I'll ask myself, where do I want to set up for the next two to three hours? And that's where I'll create content. I'll write my Instagram post. I will reply to my boxes. I'll get back to my clients. And if there's any kind of business meetings with consultants, like our beautiful podcast producers, I will always do it when I'm out and about and walking. So it's not unusual for beautiful Bambi Media and I to have a conversation on FaceTime whilst I'm walking down the beach <laughs> and it's super windy and blowy. I'm like, I'm so sorry guys, but I'm just on my walk or if I'm just come back from a swim. So yeah, that's typically how that mid afternoon looks. And that goes so fast because before I know it, it's literally like school pickup time, 2.45 back at the school, picking up the little one. And that's what that afternoon looks like between those hours. Given we're having this conversation about all things creating freedom and flow in business, I wanted to let you know about my brand new program, World Class Business. This is a two-week live program to learn the strategy and systems that create freedom and flow. I've found that the only way to tap into your creativity and energetic flow is to also focus your energy on your systems and your project management. And so I'm going to teach you exactly how I've done that and built a seven figure business. Join me for this incredible program. We kick off so soon and I'd absolutely love to have you just head on over to elliswift.com forward slash world-class business. Let's head back to today's episode. So then you pick up your little boy and I love this, by the way, I feel like I'm like hanging off your every word because (laughs) there's something so amazing about hearing someone else's day. So you pick up your little boy and then you come home and is that family time or more work time? What does that look like then until into the evening? 
usually from about three to five, it's all family time, hang out. He might have some extracurricular stuff that we have to drive to and get to, but even in between. So he does a ton of sport when he's practicing or he's training. I will typically not really sit and talk to the other parents. <laughs> I'm one of those mums where, okay, great. I'm going to use this net time to, you know, create some energy again around something that like a launch, for example, if I'm doing that, most times whenever I close a sale or I'm answering DMs and I am pitching something, I don't even know, like whatever I'm doing in terms of my business is happening during those hours that my son is like practicing in his sports teams. And it's incredible. It's so much, I love the energy of that because there's that, you know, that real maybe testosterone feeling. I don't know, but just drives like drives that side of my business. Usually from about six six to seven, we do dinner and my husband and I, we rotate dinner nights. So, you know, he'll do one, I'll do one. And then the nights that I'm not doing dinner, I'll go live on Instagram. So I usually go live two or three times a week. And it's usually always around like just before dinner, have a chat to everybody, say, Hey, and then that's it for my evening. So just chilling out. And by then, I'd already done content. I've already done my sales activity. I've already connected with my clients. I've shown them my day. And then it's a real balance between what my soul wants to do, hanging out with my family. So by the evening, it's just like, it's Kardashian time. (laughs) Yeah, it's time for relaxing. Yes. I love that. I love this so much. So tell us more about the wealth rituals that are most important for you. So being somebody who's created millions of dollars in your business, you know, the success that you've created is so incredibly phenomenal. And I know that that is not, that 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 is rather very intentional. I speak about intentionality a lot on this podcast. What are the rituals that are infused into your days that support you to anchor into what it is that you're consciously creating in terms of your wealth. Wow. I love this. And similar to what we were discussing earlier around how boring it might sound. It's like, it's, it's almost like there's dollars in the bore, you know, there's like Mm. you, there's dollars in the discipline, maybe it's more that, but it's like the, the discipline of, for me is connecting in with journaling. And the way I journal is always about speaking into my truth. So rather than playing up anything that's going on, that doesn't feel good. I'm always speaking into what is my truth today? What am I believing today? And, you know, some of these things I could just be sitting there and I'm journaling and I'm writing pages and pages and pages just about conjuring up the most amazing, incredible wealth scenes in my head. So I'm picturing, you know, the the different houses that we're going to live in and purchase and buy and this traveling lifestyle. And because before the pandemic, we were digital nomads, we traveled all around the world. And I could picture like what the next iteration of that looks like. I picture how many people there are in my groups. I picture the over, like the overflow of our bank accounts and where that flows to. So our family, I picture that flowing into the betterment of our community and our society. I picture that flowing into the next generation and I'll just write and write and write from that perspective. And that drops me so in the zone of wealthy woman vibes that, you can't help but not show up like that every day. You can't help but it not being your 
main truth every day. So that's my key. That really is my key ritual. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. So how do you start your journaling? So let's say you're maybe feeling like a little bit off. Maybe you're at a point in your cycle where you feel like a little bit irritated or you're just not feeling like super connected to yourself. How do you use journaling to re-anchor? Like where do you kick off from? Because I I find, and the reason I'm asking this question is I often find that it's so much easier to journal when I'm already in that place of overflow, but it's harder for me to kick off the process of pen to paper when I'm disconnected to myself. Oh, this is such a good question. I start from a place of appreciation. You know how I was saying I don't really start from where what I'm feeling in the moment because if I'm coming at it from that point of view, all I'm doing is amplifying those feelings. So yes. I want to switch my focus into something that feels just a little bit better and then a little bit better and then a little bit better. So the little bit better might look like I'm so appreciative for my cycle because it means that I'm healthy and that I am a woman who is creating life. So I might start there. I'm so appreciative for moments where I'm asked to slow down because I do go so fast and I'm going to really bridge that gap and enjoy the slowing downness of life. I And then it gets to be a little bit better. I really appreciate that I have this business that allows me to take time off. And I'm also really appreciative of the fact that There are so many multiple ways of people still being able to find me, even if I decide to take time of socials. And then it gets to be a bit better. I love the fact that I have multiple ways in which people can pay me at any time and that sales flow through regardless of whether I'm selling or not. And it gets to be a bit better. I love the fact that I've built a freedom-based business and this is truly what it gets to feel like. And then it just drops into full-blown gratefulness. And then I drop into wealthy visionary vibes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. So what is so cool about this and that I just want to amplify for everyone listening is that what you're speaking to is how you're coming back to your most like elevated, incredible soul state of overflow before you cast the vision forward. I love that so much. So it's like, you're not going to cast the vision forward or look into the future in any way from a place of not being your most like high vibe, incredible Ruby self. Yeah. And it, and it honestly comes from the absolute general things that in life that we can sometimes overlook so much, you know, just mm-hmm. things like, wow, I have clean, fresh running water. Something so simple like that is really the biggest baseline jump that you can do. Like, it's just amazing to go from there to wherever you want to take your vision and your business, as opposed to how do I even get to that place? Because I've made nothing this month and no one's DMing me and my socials haven't grown. You you just can't. And if we talk about like wealth, money, and abundance in particular, if you need to have money, wealth, and abundance in your life, it's just not going to show up in the way that you're hoping for it to, because it doesn't respond well to neediness. But if you are turning your frequency towards, I already have this in my life, you get more of that and it becomes easier and easier and easier. So even something as simple as I have clean running water, that is better than 
I don't have the sales. So go to a more general place with what you already have that you're so grateful for. Yeah. Amazing. How did you practice this when you weren't yet in a season of your life where you felt like you were in overflow? So I'm specifically thinking of my people listening who are, you know, maybe my incredible clients in Swift Mind who are still perhaps in their corporate job or not feeling like they're in that lifestyle place yet where they're fully in overflow, but they're in the process. And I feel like you've already answered so much of this in what you just shared, but I'm curious to know whether you had the same rituals then or whether they looked different in some way. Oh my goodness. I have to pull this up on my phone because what comes to mind is I used to have this practice and I still very much do. But when I first started switching from corporate into full-time business and I wasn't feeling near that kind of abundance that I feel now, I did this one practice, which I called the free shit list and <laughs> like <laughs> stick with me, but it was called like the free shit the free shit abundance list, I eventually changed it. But it was one of the practices that I started to do. And it was really listing out just how very lucky and blessed I am in my life. And, you know, just even like doing it over a seven to 10 day period to begin with and writing down all the things that you magnetize for free. And I was like, wow, you know, like this idea of it showing up effortlessly and it being free and not needing to ask for it, but it just kind of falls into your lap, that energy starts to attract more and more and more, especially in areas of your life that you're funneling that towards. If you're funneling it towards your business, this exercise is really going to help you amplify that. And so the list, I'm just going to read out a couple, but it is so long. I'll show you, Ellie. Like, look, that's oh, my wow. list. That's just, okay. it's, so it's huge. Ruby's just like scrolled through, <laughs> yeah, like pages. Of my notes, notes page. So, okay, when I got my skin done and just got a facial, I got like a free mask upgrade, which was $45, um, Apple iTunes. I got a free membership because I upgraded my phone, like bill thing. Um, I got some crystals that were given to me for free. My son got a free ice cream because the waiter thought he was cute, which was like, oh. you know, ice cream's like seven bucks. Okay, cool. We'll take that. Coffees. So coffees, I would always get extra stamps on my coffee card. And, you know, each coffee now, I don't know about in WA, but it's like five bucks a coffee these days on average, right? You know, you have special milks and all of that. I got 30-minute free massage. I got a free space offered to me by a friend of mine who runs like a co-working space. This was really cool. And she said, hey, if you ever want to run an event here, you can have it for free. Just tag me all over Insta. And, you know, like a free space to run an event. That's 300 to $500, let's say. So that was amazing. And off I went, a girlfriend paid for lunch. I got a free eyeliner. Off it went. And it was something like that list over 10 days, Ellie. It came to something to around $2,000. To some people that, that could be like a ton of money and to others, it's just like, oh, two grand. But it was enough for me to see for the first time how many blessings and abundance was truly around me that I never, ever, ever would have seen because I wasn't receptive and open to that. But because I started to change my receptors, then I started to notice more opportunities, more people who would be interested in what I had to say, more people who were willing to ask, how do I pay you? Or how, what do you actually do? And what are your services? It began with the free shit list. Yes. 
It's so, so good that you share that because like I often think about, so my husband's really great at manifesting, right? Like he is literally the guy who gets checks in the mail. Like in the last 12 months, <laughs> he's had like four checks in the mail and it's all things for like when he worked for a company fly and fly out and they owed him money and he didn't realize and like just these random literal checks in the mail. And it's something that um, he really inspires me around that he does so beautifully is he will stop and take a moment where he goes, I manifested that. Like I created that. And I just love that so much because this process, what you're doing is essentially that it's like really owning, like I created this for myself. And what I hear as well in that process is that you're getting to build evidence and you're getting to therefore build self-trust in that because you're witnessing the evidence of from this energetic state, I can create more. And so I just love that so much about what you shared because you're modeling the fact that when you're in that particular energetic state, you can create more in your life. Does that feel true for you? Oh, it's so true. And then, you know, the further you move on with your wealth creation journey, that list upgrades. So then it starts to be, it starts to look really different. So nowadays, It could be something like, oh, I manifested a luxury lease that was meant to be $10,000 and it's completely free. Or I manifested, you know, being in several multiple million dollar homes. I manifested a $150,000 car. Like all these things, they start that it starts to just uplift before you know it, but it starts from just beginning to notice everything. And it's not to say discount the smaller things, the more you upgrade, because you absolutely don't do that. But it's more like, I was even saying to my son the other day, because he's grown up with entrepreneurial parents, he's literally only ever really in his conscious life seen us building a business. He asks this question as soon as we pick him up from school. He says, how many clients did you work with today, mum? And how much money did we make? It's so <laughs> funny because that's just what he <laughs> around the house and I'm like oh god like okay anyway so I was like okay well today we made one dollar and he goes like I just wanted to put it out there and see what he would say he goes but we're supposed to be grateful for that right I'm like absolutely we are and he goes okay and then other days he goes how much money do we make I'm like oh we did a hundred thousand dollars today in the last 24 hours and he's like oh my god you can buy a Lamborghini (laughs) I don't really want a Lamborghini, but okay. And I think they're worth like half a million dollars. I was going to say, I think, I think maybe that like Lamborghinis are a little bit more, but I love him for saying that. Do you know what I mean? It's so, it's, it's start, like, we're so grateful for every dollar, every single dollar. We're so grateful for every single person that we get to reach and impact. And we're so grateful for the free coffee stamps. It's, it's the whole vibe. I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that and like sharing the way that you approach your day, because the aim of this episode for me was like really diving deep with you around the energy that you infuse throughout your day. And I think that that is, I know that that's the way you approach your work and, and the way that you show up in the world. And I think people have so much to learn from you in so many different areas, but especially in like, I call it energetic responsibility. So you know, oh, I love that being really responsible for how we show up in the world, knowing that it obviously impacts us first and foremost, but then the ripple effects of 
how that like permeates to every single person we come across, every client, everything. And yeah, you just embody such a beautiful energy. And so I know that people will be so inspired from this episode. Ruby, where can we find you? How can we work with you? Please tell us all the things. Okay. First, come and listen to Ellie's episode on the Rituals podcast. Rituals is spelt quite uniquely. So it's R-I-C-H-U-A-L-S. But Ellie and I had an amazing conversation all about transparency of money and wealth and abundance. So if you want more Ellie energy, because of course you do come over there. But the other place is Instagram. That's really where I hang out a lot. And maybe for some of your audience, this might be relevant. I also post onto LinkedIn very regularly. So if you're on LinkedIn, come find me. That is really where I grew my entire brand and business. And it's just, it's a whole vibe being there as well. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that and for being here today. I have loved this conversation and getting to chat so much with you. It's been the best. The best. Thank you so much, Ellie.